Welcome to Make Your Marketing. I'm your host, Pia Larson, Chief Imagination Officer here at Fingerprint Marketing. Just like other small business owners, I had to learn how to navigate marketing and found there was no such thing as an automatic when it comes to driving your business. You need to know how to shift. That said, there's no reason to stall or come to a stop. With the right guide, you can be in the driver's seat and lapping your competition in no time. Welcome back to Make Your Marketing Podcast. I'm Pia Larson, your host. And today I'm really excited about this topic. We're going to talk about mindset in business with Mary Vivian, and she is a mindset coach. She's also a sales and business development strategist. So she's got tons of experience in advertising and media. And she has worked with Bob Proctor, who we all know is the godfather of personal development. And she also is a VP of sales for Shea Robottom Marketing. And if you don't know Shea, she's going to be on the show in a couple of weeks talking about LinkedIn video. So welcome to the show, Mary. I'm thrilled to have you. Thanks, Pia. Awesome to be here. Great. So we are going to talk about so much today, but primarily mindset and how you work with your clients. But before we get into it, I'd love to know where were you in 2014 when you were in the media? Like what was your mindset at that time? So I have a big background in media, mostly coming from Chicago Tribune and then VP of sales at LA Times. So very entrenched, have seen the media industry come a long way. My mindset in 2014 was before I started working with Bob and honestly, positive attitude, but I did not understand the power of really knowing how to work on that abundancy and positive mindset and knowing the power behind it for success at the time. Great. So how did you find out about him? Did you did he just come across your radar? Were you following him? What was the kind yeah. of the story there? Right. I wanted to quantum leap my results. I really loved what I did, but I did feel stuck and I wanted to keep growing. So I kept searching like there's got to be more, right? This has got to be something else. And uh, he did. He just came across my YouTube channel And I started listening and I just went down the Bob Proctor rabbit hole and became a client of his. That's awesome. Right away. Yeah. That's awesome. So let's talk about the people that you help. A lot of what you've just said resonates with me because I've gone through the journey and I'm sure people who are listening are either going through the journey, have gone through the other side or are still like having the same questions, like there's got to be more, or this has got to be easier, or I'm stuck, or these are the things that they're, they're saying in their head. What other, what other problems do you see people coming to you for? It's been a bit of a journey, but I would say the biggest thing is people's limited belief systems that they don't believe they can do it. You can do it, but I can't. They watch Mm. somebody else's success. And I think the biggest thing is, so I really pivoted about three years ago and focused more on the coaching for a few years. And 
that is where I definitely saw working with entrepreneurs and business leaders and coaching them more specifically, that really helping them embrace the pivot because that's there's been a lot of pivoting the last three, especially. Two oh, years. yeah. Love that. <laughs> Love um, that word. <laughs> yeah. And knowing that if you can change your mindset or set it to be thinking of what you want instead of not want, it is dramatically, it will dramatically increase the ability to achieve your goals. Definitely. So, 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 so much to unpack there, but I want to, I want to land on what you just said. Don't focus on what you don't want, focus on what you want. And there's a little psychology behind that, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. So we will not to get too woo-woo on you, but we will attract to us what we focus on. So if we look for the negative, you're going to find the negative. If you look for the positive, you will generally find the positive. So we want to focus our energy and our attention on really big goals and places we want to go instead of reverting back to old habits and memories that have not served us and have really created more negative habits than positive habits. Yeah, some really old records that are... um... Yes. 45s playing in your head. For those of you who are too young to know what a 45 is, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so if you do know what a record is, there are grooves on a record that when the needle plays, it's the same sound over and over again. So what it sounds like what you're doing is you're trying to help people, first of all, probably identify what those stories are and and patterns, and then hopefully help them set up some better habits. When you say goal setting, I'm not a big goal setter. So is there another way to go about that than like, oh, I'm going to make, you know, 2 million in 2022, like for people who don't do well with goals? (laughs) Yeah, no, that's a great point. And I think with goal setting, it's more visualize and picture where you want to go. And maybe break it down in six months. What do I want my life to look like in two years? I almost think five years is too far down the line anymore because the world changes so fast. But where do you want to be and what do you want it to look like? So to your point, some people get stuck on naming a revenue number or even though money, you can, it's quantitative. So it's a good thing to use. But sometimes visualizing what that roadmap looks like and where you want to head is really the key to getting you refocused and and helping you take the next steps to get there. That's awesome. So as a agency owner and a creative designer, visuals are very important to create kind of an emotional connection, right, Mm -hmm. with your goals. So can you give us some solid like tips or suggestions for people who are listening where where can I start let's say I'm in the mix right now like for example I've got a really busy day today and you know I'm just going to wake up tomorrow and it's just going to be the same thing over again what would you say to me to, to to move that yeah I would say the night before really take some time and visualize and actually get a journal and write and I think writing is key instead of typing 
there are some processes with your mind and how that all works. So write down where you see yourself in six months and maybe write down where you see yourself in a year. And then the next best thing is to then write six things to do the next day that are goal achieving, meaning they will move you towards that goal. And they can be super small or they can be huge. They're not pick up the dry cleaning and do the dishes or do things that are normal. Something that will move you to that goal. And so the next day when you wake up, just cross off what you have done. If you got one thing done or all six and then create or add to that list for the following days. So you're always doing action items to move you towards that. That would be a great start. Yes. I love that. What if I don't, I'm stuck. I really don't know what I want my life to look like or my business. Let's say I've been in business for a long time and I'm just kind of stuck. What, what would be some of your tips for that? Write a list of where you feel like you don't like your results. Cause those are really obvious too. You're like, I don't like the income I'm earning. I don't like the clients I'm attracting because the opposite mm. of what you don't want is what you want. So if you write that list oh, good point. of all the things that are just not happening, and then you draw a line down the piece of paper and you write the opposite. So I want money to come easily. I want clients that I love working with. It's always going to be the direct opposite of where you're stuck. And that is going to free up some of that mental it's like a muscle. And so if you're so used to <laughs> focusing on what you, what's not happening, it's just a habit every day you keep doing that. And those are the results. So once you start practicing this, let me start thinking bigger, thinking a little different, focusing on what I want and not what I don't want. It starts building that. And pretty soon you'll find yourself really visualizing some pretty exciting things that you want to come down and be part of your life. I love that. And I have a, a, f- a fun activity that I do. I was going to share with you. So I have a couple of clients that I call my poster clients, my poster children, like, and they love it and they know who they are. And I, and I put a picture of them in my office and I'm like, you are the perfect client and they love it. Right. Yeah. And they're like, well, why? And then I start explaining it to them and they're like, well, I know someone that's like that too. So it, it kind of, takes off, right? Yeah. When you share the vision of of what you want. Okay, that's great. So with so some people might be listening to this and saying, oh my gosh, this sounds like the law of attraction and the whole woo-woo thing. What do you say to the doubters? Like what is some of the science showing us and and the proof in the pudding, so to speak? Yeah, I would first say start looking at people that are really successful people that you would admire. What are their daily practices? I'm going to guess most of them have a list of what they do. They surround themselves with positive people. They practice gratitude every day, which is really, really huge. And so Mm -hmm. the first thing I would do is, yeah, look at the people you admire and how they got to where they are and what are their practices. I'm going to bet they've got some good habits that drive them every day. Also, there are a lot of people like Joe Dispenza that really talk about the mind on a scientific level 
So getting a book or listening to a YouTube of someone like Joe Dispenza would be ideal as well. Because if you're a person that wants to hear the science, then that's important to hear as well. That's amazing. Let's say I have a team of employees or contractors, and I... I'm looking at shifting the whole culture, the whole mindset of my business. Where would I start with that? You, the person that's the top, the leader. right? The leader. Yeah. Um, it right? would be number one. You also have to know who you on your team is going to really cheer that on um, because you want, mm-hmm. again, people on your team that are going to be positive. They have that abundance mindset have that financial mindset. So, you know, you may need to talk to people and see really where they're at on that scale. And then just start implementing good examples. I did some interviews a while back. And one habit this millionaire did was he always made a practice of at least once a day, reaching out to a member on his team to thank them for something they did. Um, I love that. A text, a call, it could have been something small, but he made sure he noticed who was doing what. And he has a very large, several companies. And it made such a difference because if you received one of those texts or calls, first of all, you'd feel amazing. Um, Mm -hmm. And then he just felt good that he was helping promote that attitude. That's a great tip. I love that. You can do that for your clients too, right? Just reaching out and saying thank you. and Yeah. Yep. That's amazing. So we all, I think, speaking for myself, but I think we all kind of suffer imposter syndrome. And that's because of our limiting beliefs. We can't do it. How, that's a little bit harder, I think, than just say, thinking positive and, you know, putting pictures up together in our mind. You know, and I think we all suffer from it on a, on a somewhat, you know, scale. So how do you work with your clients on that, on solving, on getting over that? Yeah, so it is a process. There's no magic pill to any of this, right? Um, it's it's the mm. work. It really is. Yeah. So identifying, again, we talked about that, what you want, where you see yourself, building an image, that self-image, that image you see of yourself is really important. So mm-hmm. taking techniques to build how you see yourself Maybe finding somebody that you really admire and seeing how they act, but it is believing and knowing that you can, if somebody else can do it, you can do it if you want it, if you want it. I mean, I'm not going to be a football star. That's the key. I'm not going to be a football star even if I wanted, but, um, yeah. But I think you 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 found that out when you were doing video, right? Like you were kind of, oh my god, I can't do this. And you looked, it's the video is right there in front of you. It's so hard to co- not compare yourself to others using video in their business. And I know you work with Shay on that. How do you get people over that? Because I I'm the same way with my clients. I'm like, you need to be on video. <laughs> well, that's a really good point, Pia, because. Nowadays, you have to be your own media company in sense, right? You have to be out there promoting yourself in ways we never had to before. Traditional media is expensive. Um, It certainly might be part of the media mix, but people want to know, like, and trust you. And video is how you do that. So it is getting out of your comfort zone. I think doing things 
also helps show yourself that you can do it. You're not going to be perfect the first time out. Nobody is. But the more you do something, the better you're going to get at it. That's true of anything. So with yeah. video and helping, um, you know, professionals create that video so that they can put themselves out there, especially on LinkedIn. I mean, that's, it's kind of tough for some people yeah. that have. Well, it's a different level too, right? It's like you, you have this image of all these like very, you know, intelligent professional audience out there versus a Facebook or Instagram. So it, it feels like the stakes are higher, but you know, I've been watching videos of you and Shay and other people that I follow. And it's like, it, I feel like it's just about being vulnerable, right? Yeah. And being authentic. And yep. I talk to so many pe business people every day and they all have the same fear. Everybody's like, oh, I'm so nervous about putting myself out there. And when you know that, you kind of feel part of the club, right? <laughs> I mean, mm -hmm. um, yeah. you know, you're doing business with people, you know, and um, people all have the same fears and worries and of some degree. Yeah. And uh, it's really yeah. just being brave and taking that step and having some fun. I mean, you got to have fun with it, right? I know, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's not, it doesn't have to be all business. Right. So when we're working with clients, there's, so, so let's, let's shift to sales because I know that you are really good at helping people with sales and that mindset. So there's two mindsets in sales that, that I, I struggle with. So it's my own mindset, right? How do I change the mindset of, you know, the bottom line, getting the sale versus helping people? That's my first question. And my second question is, when you work with clients, how do you guide them? If you're, I'm not a mindset coach, but I swear to God, I do a bunch of mindset coaching <laughs> Yeah, with my right. clients, right? <laughs> because they are all the same, you know, they're doing the same thing. They're like, oh, I can't do this. I can't, you know, put myself out on my website or whatever that is. So what advice do you have to, you know, people that are working with their clients and helping them through mindset issues? So I would first say that, um, you know, again, taking those steps forward, and really building that confidence. Yeah. And just doing it. But you, like you yeah. said, in sales, you know, talking about that more specifically, Bob had us do an exercise once and he said, everyone call your parents or your whoever brought you up and ask them what they think of salespeople. And we did it. And it was pretty negative because Maybe in that generation, you had the cold callers and or somebody that really yeah. wasn't helping you. They were trying to sell you something. And he said, that's how yeah. you built your idea of a salesperson. So now that you know what that is, you can change it. So whether you're in sales and you want to get better at it, um, maybe take a look at like, what is your thoughts of a salesperson? And maybe that's the first thing that needs to change. You need to think, wow. What am I really doing as a profession or part of my company? Because if you own your own company, you're selling. And also realize that you are helping people and doing something for someone, not to someone. So Excellent point. In that. Yeah. And if you're yeah. not helping people, then you're really not 
doing the service that you should, to be honest, right? You got to be helping yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, so, I love what you said that the the mindset starts with you because there are there is such deep rooted negativity in in sales and you can't grow your business. Let's be honest, you can't yeah. grow your business without sales and marketing. So, looking at as being helpful and, you know, the results are going to come if you just you're you're helping people solve their problems. And then helping the client see the same thing, like getting them out of their own way, right? Yep. Yep. And, and you're solving a problem for them and you're helping them right. get there quicker and alleviate some stress. I mean, those are all things that right. you should be doing for someone, not to. Yeah. Yep. Right. And I mean, there's a reason they called you. There's a reason they picked up the phone at filled out a form, sign up for your course. There's a reason because they, they, they see you as an authority, which is funny because when someone comes to you and they said, I need your help solving this, and then you have imposter syndrome, you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> if I can't, if I can't be confident in my own product, then we have a serious issue here, right? You know, that's really true. That's why you should have as much knowledge as you can. Um, yeah. We're always growing and learning. Nobody knows it all. Uh, nobody yeah. does. Yeah. But I think that that's where the growth and you keep learning and keep upping your game because yeah. you don't want to get stale in your industry. Yeah. So yeah, it, exactly. it is a continuous learning cycle. Yeah. So can we talk a little bit about LinkedIn? Because LinkedIn is something that I don't spend a lot of time on, but I need to. And um, I know that you work closely with Shay on creating video on LinkedIn. How do you get some a business owner in a place where they feel confident enough to put content on LinkedIn video, not just typing? Yeah. What does the process look like for that? Because you know we're not we're not all camera ready like you are, <laughs> and you know have the confidence in our voice. So how do you get them through that? Right. So um, someone just asked Shay that on an interview last week about. I'm not you. So how can I be successful? And she said, I'm not creating a bunch of mini me's. I want you to be authentic and shine in yourself. And because you have value that you're giving people. So we have yeah. a six week boot camp that we take um, business leaders and thought leaders and entrepreneurs through that is a very step by step process that Shay designed showing you exactly how do I even strategize here on LinkedIn? How do you create video? What do I talk about? That's like the number one thing. People are like, I have no idea what yeah. to talk about. And say it intelligently so people will listen and engage. We mm -hmm. very much coach and mentor them through learning the algorithm so they're seen on LinkedIn and really helping build that confidence uh, within them so that they can speak professionally, clearly, but shine themselves. So yeah, yeah, we just take you through that process. And it's been incredibly successful for anyone that's done. yeah, I, I plan on going through that boot camp. And um, I know that you're offering the listeners today, a 20% discount on that boot camp, which is very generous of you guys. I appreciate that. Uh, we'll have it in the show notes. But if you have listened to this podcast and you're interested in, in putting yourself out there on LinkedIn and video, just mention that you heard the podcast uh, 
with Mary and you'll get a 20% discount. So the last thing I think we need to talk about the elephant in the room is, you know, I don't know when you're listening to this, if it's past COVID, (laughs) Mm -hmm. during COVID, the whole pandemic, people are spending more time online. Uh, How have you seen this affect people's mindset? Wow. Big time, right? I think. Yeah. Well, I'm going to take it down a couple. One, career-wise, I'm going to use that word pivot again. People have had to change how they present their business. They can't go to trade shows. They're not meeting in person. Maybe more now. But So how do you talk to people? And so video, whether it's a Zoom call, you're creating video for your business for marketing because you need to get out there and tell people. Uh, Video and knowing how to present yourself is key. It's not going to go anywhere. It's yeah. just going to get bigger. Yeah. And so the mindset also, uh, you know, it's been a hard year and a half. So again, putting yourself in, in a more positive frame of mind, um, making sure you're surrounding yourself with good content, good people, taking a walk, gratitude. We didn't, we touched on that lately, but all of yeah. those mindset are are critical to keeping us mentally healthy. They really are. Yeah. And I think it's important as a founder of your business or a leader in your department is to look at the positives because I don't know about you, but there are going to be some huge positives that come out of this whole mess. We're going to value different things. We're going to prioritize different things in our business. Our business growth is going to look different. So, I mean, I know it's been harder for some people than others, but there's some exciting things that I know, you know, it's like anytime you go through a tragedy or, you know, in your personal life, you know, this is a global tragedy. And just having keeping that mindset of there's going to be some good stuff out of this. Yeah, I I believe that. I mean, it appears not so much, but if you look for it, there's going to be some good things that will come out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been really awesome. Thanks, Mary, for sharing your insights. Mindset is really important in your business and your personal life, right? So again, I'm going to have in the show notes what we talked about today. And before we go, I'm just curious, you you have a family, right? You have... I have three daughters. A, yes. Three daughters. That's what I thought. Wow. So how do you talk to them about mindset? Like, do you have these like little... Like, this is a teaching moment. Like, <laughs> oh, mom. <laughs> um, you just... You just weave it in on in yeah. every instance. My youngest daughter loves talking about mindset. And she's a huge advocate of affirmations. And that's awesome. Um, but so are my other two. And you can see it in the results, though. Honestly, I mean, they're they're, they're great. They're my kids. So I think they're great. But I they got some yeah. good habits, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 And they but have I, a great mom to model after. <laughs> yeah. You, you're in the example. <laughs> As a parent um, or a leader, it doesn't matter. You are the example. So yeah, walk the walk, right? Yeah. And I I think having, I think for young people, especially having a good mindset is a great skill to have because it's a tough world out there. (laughs) And you know what? The younger you are, the more you pick this up and the more it becomes a habit and the easier it is. It's absolutely some of us that have lived a little longer have some habits 
inspired some life <laughs> experiences that might have been a little tougher. But when you can get them young and really teach them positive thinking habits and doing habits, it's a it's a win, definitely. Yeah. Well, you've been a positive interview and you just your your energy is great uh i know when we initially spoke you told me your age and i was like shut the front door (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna tell anyone but it was like the obviously you have a very positive energy and vibe and it shows in your appearance and how you carry yourself so You know, it's not just about thinking positive and it's like, I'm going to be positive today. It's just, like you said, it's visualizing what do you want out of your life? You know, well, thank you. That was very kind. Keeping. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Mary, for joining us. All right. Well, thank you. And thank you to your audience. It was great. Bye. Bye bye. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the Make Your Marketing Podcast. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Please visit our website for show notes and additional episodes at makeyourmarketingpodcast.com. Hey, and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and please consider rating and reviewing. This helps other potential listeners find us and share the goodies with them. And by the way, you can also email me because I'd love to hear from you. Email me at pia at fingerprintmarketing.com with feedback, questions, a topic, anything that you want to chat about. Thanks again for listening. <laughs>